Yeah, it was um, yeah, it was pretty scary actually. I uh, I didn't really know um how to handle that. I uh, just just dealt with it. But anyway, here we are. It was um quite an interesting road trip. Wow, good to see you boys again though. It's uh, in the safety of the studios. Yeah, we were talking last week about leadership, what makes good leaders, and we thought it might be interesting to have a quick chat about that. Well, it was part of our um, politics episode, wasn't it? We got on a bit of a rant with that one, didn't we? It was good. I don't we mind did. A brief rant. Yeah, it was, um, it was a lot to discuss. I mean, you could talk oh, about politics all day. Yeah, you know? we, we had to wrap that up, but I mean, we, we were really jobbing on that one. We could have gone for a while. Yeah, there's a lot of things that influence it was our lives. It was chatty, wasn't it? It was too chatty, yeah. yeah. Chatty. Probably came chatty. across as a bit negative, but everything we spoke about is actually happening in the current. Um, you know, yeah, in the current political experience. So, anyway, yeah, leadership. That's well, it sort of ties in with politics. It does, it? yeah. You know, and can't talk about one without the other, really. I, I guess wouldn't. ancestral man would have had had his leaders. Absolutely, mm. I definitely wouldn't categorise a lot of our current political um, candidates as leaders necessarily. Nah, I mean, you vote for them because you have to, and there's very few choices. But I don't look at them and go, "Wow, that guy's a strong leader." There definitely have been political figures through history that you go wow that guy was a leader mm. yeah but i don't think uh any of our current west australian or australian people for me really fit into that thing oh, of just no being way. enamored by their amazing leadership skills and you know what smitty this is something that i yearn for mm. is a leader to admire and look up to someone you admire yeah yeah um and the only like before this podcast i'm sitting there on in the traffic and i'm thinking who, who's a, a leader that comes to mind straight away I couldn't really think of any. I couldn't. Nah, that's really hard. I, I couldn't think of any modern day ones, but then no. I went um, back a little bit and I, th- I thought about Winston Churchill come to mind as a yeah he comes up a lot a strong leader. And I know he had his faults, but he did lead a country strongly during the war. Yeah, uh, I thought about JFK. I thought about JFK. Yeah. Yep. Even Margaret Thatcher come to my mind, I, and oh, I, I didn't wow. live in England at the time, and I know she had her her pros and cons, but mm. she was a leader, very strong woman. She was. I thought about um, Nelson Mandela as well. I thought, yep. I mean, he did. He was a leader in his own right. Um, but oh, of course he was. Yeah, definitely. Did, have you thought about any leaders? Well, I'm reading uh, a book about JFK. Yeah, and just how influential he was, and how he needed to be removed because he yeah. was because he was almost anti-war. They wanted to bring everyone together, and the 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 people behind the scenes didn't want that. So, well, is it funny because RFK? So he's one. His me. nephew, yep, became forefront in my mind when I thought about a modern leader. Yeah, he he's the only person that I can think of that I admire and look up to, and would tremendously love his ability to, to govern. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, do we talk about leadership as in governing a party or do you talk about leadership as in influential people around the world who you like to I reckon resonate the latter. with? The latter. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's different these days. There's a few different categories, isn't there? Yeah. Right? Well, We've got right. sporting leaders. Yep. Um, a lot of leaders seem to come from wartime. Like if you if you sort of type in, you know, internet search, you know, great leaders in history, a lot yep. of you know, names like bloody Alexander the Great and Genghis Khan and yep. you see bloody Hitler's name Na- come up. Napoleon. Well, that was Napoleon. Yeah. And, you know, Ooh. not talking about necessarily agreeing with his politics, but in terms of these are people who have brought together 
armies, countries, civilizations, you know, for one purpose. Yeah, so I guess, by, I guess fear, by, definition, by definition, that is leadership. Yeah, that's a great question, mate. I was going so, to ask that. Is Hitler considered a great leader? Not great as in awesome and ad- admirable, but well, he as, was a great leader. Same as Stalin, you know. I mean, yeah. they're saying like, you know, Stalin obviously fought the Russians and uh, – fought the Russians – fought the Germans, yep. um, you know, saved Mother Russia. Yep. Brought the whole country together with, you know, massive losses and things like that. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting how we categorise leaders. And then yeah. you've got your people like uh, your Martin Luther Kings and your Nelson Mandela's who've done sort of um, uh, Gandhi, I've heard. Yes. Great, great leader yeah. and had a very different style. Yeah. But, again, these are people who've brought together like civil rights movements and made change, I guess, socially and politically. Yeah. In that context, so yeah. there's a lot of different like types of leadership, isn't there? Like you know, wartime, sporting, you know, political, social. Yeah, yeah, and and they're all sort of different, aren't they? They are. Like I mean, you wouldn't take bloody Genghis Khan and Gandhi and in the same boat, no. You know, JFK and be like, oh, they're all similar dudes. Like yeah, very different. Yeah, yeah. They all had their different um, great sporting purposes. Captain, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think of John Warsfold. He comes to yeah, my mind staunch. as a great leader. Yep. He he just yep. And I think. When, when you ask that question, what is a great leader? Mm. Uh, I think, to, to me, the first thing that comes to mind is someone that leads by example. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and, and has empathy and care for his, the people that are working below him or, 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 or with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. How would you describe a leader, CJ? Yeah, yeah I think that that is always something you want to see, isn't it? Someone leading by example. Yeah. Maybe not, you know. It's someone who's, <laughs> who's I think uh, it's someone whose actions and words make you want to follow them. They, yes. don't, they don't demand it. Yep. A leader doesn't walk into the room and go, you will do this because I have power over you. Because, you know, human nature goes, well, fuck you, mate. Yeah. Who, are, who are you? Yeah. A great leader is someone who walks in the room, commands attention through their actions and their words and makes you want to be a better person and want to follow them. Yeah. Whatever it is, war, sport, politics, whatever. Work. You go, wow, what an amazing human being. I just yeah. want to be around him. I yep. want to soak in his energy. Yep. I want to follow him. I want to carry on his ideals. Yes. Whatever that is. Yeah. But that is so hard to define how you make someone do that. Can it be taught? I think to a certain extent. Mm. I think there's like certain um, principles that you absolutely have to follow to be an effective leader. Not a manager, because a manager just makes people do things, but a leader of men or yep. women. I think I think there's certain things that you can learn, yep. but I think some of it is definitely uh, yeah. your mannerisms. Yeah. Do you think um, it could always sort of the argument between manager versus leader? And I sort of think a manager, management can be taught. Yep. You can be taught to manage. Mm-hmm. But, and I do think you can be taught to be a leader, but I also think that leader has more of the natural attributes your personality yep. involved in it you can be taught yeah you, and can, you, can, you be, can you can polish it yes but you probably need to have something there not yeah. everyone i don't think is designed to be a leader yep i think anyone can manage yep because management really just involves wielding power doesn't it at the end of the day yeah you have some level or sphere of influence that you control yep you know and you manage those people through you know whatever it is whether it's you know laws or employment or whatever you can manage people, but you can't necessarily like we've got a lot of managers, and I think we have a lot of leaders yeah. in today's society. Yeah, I don't think. and and you become a manager by getting promoted, right? So you say mm-hmm. you're the worker doing the work, 
Yep. And you're identified because you're doing the best work. So you get promoted to a management position. Does that then make you a great leader? No. It doesn't necessarily, and I think that's where you get your micromanagers. So that the micromanager micromanages his staff or his people because yep. he did that job the best, mm-hmm. and that's fine, and that's why he got promoted. Yep. So he looks back on his workers and feels like he has to micromanage them in a way because he did that job better than them. Mm. But that goes against his leadership. It, people it don't respect him for that no. or her. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Not, but, but not I, always a good worker makes a good manager because there's a lot of th- things involved in being a manager, isn't there? There is. Yeah. But you also still need to be a good manager to be a good leader skills. because you need to see, yeah, course, you need yeah. to, to manage your accounts and your bottom line and that sort of thing. And, and without being able to manage that, you're going you're gonna to fail. But it's up to a good manager to identify all the, the bottom line crucials and all where, you, where your business is going wrong and right. Mm. And then to take that information to his people and lead them in a way to get them to where he wants that management, the books to, to, to re- reflect. I think if you're a good leader, you like identify people's strengths and you give people the tools to do like an amazing job, but you don't necessarily need any of the kudos behind it. You don't have this ego of like, I'm the manager, I did that. Yep. I controlled this whole team. Yep. You motivate people to do an amazing job as a part of a team and you identify where they fit into the team and you like encourage them be the best at what they're doing, but you're not managing them. Yes. You're leading them. Yeah. Big to, uh, it's like nitpicking, but no, I, know I, what you're I saying. can see it in my mind. There's a difference because I've had leaders before who've, who've led and I've had thousands of managers, Yeah, you know, just ego-driven managers who just want all the kudos who are very petty, who will get chipped on the shoulder if you ever say anything negative about them, yep. very insecure. Yeah. Like a good leader is not insecure. No. A good leader is very strong and steadfast. They know where they're going. They know what they're doing. Yep. You know. And driven. Yep. They will be they'll be driven, but they'll be sort of charismatic enough that they want you on board. Yes. And you want to be on board. Yeah. You want to be part of their team. You want to succeed. They're driven, but they want to take you along for the drive. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And they're not at the end of it going, huh, I, I fucking did that. Look at me. Yeah. Give me the kudos. Give me and, and, and they're the ones, the good leader is the one, when all when it all turns to shit, they take responsibility. But yeah. when it all go, goes great, they're the first one to pass on the credit. Pass the credit, yeah, exactly. Yeah, They don't need the ego boost. Nah, because they have that self-confidence and that drive to just understand what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bloody complicated. I've, it's very hard to describe, isn't it? It is hard to describe, yeah, yeah. A good leader? Mm-hmm. I think it's also like what you're saying there, Smitty, is um, like recognising your, your staff or the people that you're leading as humans and yep. showing them some empathy and, and, and treating them as humans, you know, not just a number or someone that's there to, to do the work. Engage with them, like you said, figure out how they tick, mm. you know, um, make connections with them, have relationships with them. Yep. And they're not just a, an employee, you know. Mm. They're a human and a leader respects each person as a human. Do you reckon at the same time a good leader is often a little bit aloof? Mm. They're not like the knockabout bloke who's everyone's best mate. Yeah. 
take uh, like Wusha, for example, or something like that, not sort of like fallen over himself to, you know, be everyone's buddy. And I think at times leaders can be aloof. Yeah. And it just sort of adds to that, uh, I don't know, almost that mysteriousness of their persona. Like they're yeah. not, you know, always knocking around in the pub with everyone and everyone's best buddy. Sometimes they're sort of a little bit once removed. They know everyone's story and they understand you and they get you and they respect you and they treat you very well. But I don't think a really good leader is always that knockabout bloke mm. necessarily. I can just think of examples where you go, oh, that guy, yeah, he was a great leader, but he was a little bit a little bit aloof. Mm. Remember, yeah, when we did the interview with Brad Hetty, he was talking about Wusha being like that. Yeah, mm. and people sort of respected it. Yeah. I remember Brett sort of saying like uh, – was he talking about that thing where they were having drinks at the pub or something like that and they were doing rounds? And I think that was Malthouse. Oh, that was Malthouse maybe. Yeah. I mean, another one, you know, you'd say. He was, yeah. yeah. Like a staunch, yeah. little bit aloof sort of dude. Father figure. Yeah, father figure, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But not just like the practical joker who's everyone's, Yeah, you know. It's interesting some of the attributes there that you talk about and then you look back over the people that you listed as good leaders. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see if they had those kind of qualities. Yeah. yeah. Genghis Khan is probably leading through fear, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, He's so, probably yeah. got a bit yeah. of power. Yeah. And you didn't want to cross him because he'll lop your head off. I don't really know too much about him, right? But yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. the background you that's get a good about point. him. And you come yeah. More, yeah. And and Hitler. You know, your Stalins and your Hitlers, they're probably yeah. not down the pub with the local troops going, hey, yeah. another and round for my boys. Treating you know, all these workers as humans. And they're empathetic <laughs> or, nah. yeah, looking in, yeah. yeah I, I guess. They must have had something else mm. for people to follow them. Another powerful... Um, Charisma or something, you know, who knows. Like another some, powerful trait. Yeah. And like you say, fear, yeah. propaganda, all those sort of things, mm. um, power. Yeah. Where Did, it, yeah. Didn't mention uh, the recently departed... Well, not de- departed, uh, resigned WA Premier, did we? <laughs> in the leadership? Mm. Zero leadership skills. Well, I don't know. He, well, he must have had some of those attributes, right? Because, I mean, I look, don't get me wrong. First time round, I voted for him. So did I. Second time round, I did not. However, 90% of people did. So he must have had something. You know, like he went to some parties and he showed that he was a man of the people. We had a drink. Remember, he sang, I think he crashed someone's part, um, wedding and had a song and sang a song and drank a beer and everyone thought he was, you know. Does that make him a great leader? Because but that's what I, I'm saying. I've You've just said Hitler was a great leader and now I've said, well, McGowan's no no good. But he did some of those things and he was obviously had something, had some of those skills and attributes. Yeah. Because I, I, 90% of people said, yeah. he's all right. I think... What the question comes down to now is the authenticity of that leader's characteristic. So was he being authentic? Was he being authentic, yeah. You know, he didn't give a fuck about those people at the pub having a beer with them. That was all about getting his face on camera. That wasn't authentic. Whereas people can see through bullshit and effective, (laughs) a good leader. Well, (laughs) most of us looked at him and said, what a dick. Yeah, but we're less than 10% of the population. Well, maybe we're... We are a reflection of the majority. Maybe we should be leading. Do you guys remember when, um, oh, bloody hell, what was his name? Remember when we won the America's Cup? And, um, oh, Hawkey. Yeah, Bob, Bob Hawk. Bob Hawke was down the pub and he's drinking a big pint. And he said, any boss who sacks his worker for not turning up 
Tomorrow's a bum. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was very genuine. Well, that, that to me seemed uh, genuine. It seemed genuine. Yeah, that didn't seem uh, staged. Call think, me naive. But I think Bob did like a drink. Yeah. Yeah, he did like to party. Yeah. Whereas that comparison with old mate um, Mark McGowan. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. He's stark difference. One was fake and the other was quite authentic and genuine. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. But, you know. Like we said, Hitler, Genghis Khan, maybe led through fear, power, propaganda, Gandhi, uh, the civil rights activists, uh, Martin Luther King, they led through empathy, um, mm. compassion. You know, there's, there's different spectrums, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, that's what, well, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah. Is Not it? to suggest that anyone is better than the other. Yeah. But, no. you know, just – and the way they come to power, maybe it's the environment. At the time, we needed X type of person to get us through – like Churchill through the war, you know. Do they need to be amazing speakers in order to be a good leader? Because if you think about all those names, I don't know about Genghis, he might not have been so chatty back in the day, <laughs> but I do not support Hitler at all, right? I'm not saying I'm a pro-Nazi <laughs> guy, but he was a master orator. He was yes. a great speaker. Yeah. He delivered some amazing speeches yeah. and he took like a very disenfranchised German population in the 30s and he united them towards his cause. Yes. You know, his cause was kind of fucked up, but he united a whole... Kinda people, fully very fucked, fucked up. <laughs> you know, he, was, he was a madman. Mm. I don't support Hitler, mm. but if As you're a, talking about a leadership context, was it his speech that got like great leaders tend to often have a great speech behind them? Yeah, like take a fictitious one. Like we've spoken about um, William Wallace, you know Mel Gibson in um, in Braveheart. Yeah, you know he gives that rousing speech on the battlefield, unites the Scots, yeah. electrifies them, and they go on the field of battle and they win. Yep. He doesn't walk on and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, they might take our lives, but I don't know. Yeah, they might take our freedom as well. Yeah. You know, he says it with some oomph. He really gets into it. Yeah. You know, they may take our lives, yeah. but they'll never take our freedom. Yeah. Oh, you want you know? to jump out of your lounge chair. You do. Yeah. You, know, you want to go there and fucking fight with them. Yeah. You know, and you look at some of, um, you know, JFK's great speeches. Yeah. You look at some of Hitler's speeches. Yeah. You know, are these people master orators? Are they master manipulators of human language to, like, get some sort of emotion? Like, yes. is that great premiership coach that gives that yeah. third quarter speech yeah. to Riley's troops to go on and have a massive last quarter? Yep. Is it his words that inspire people? Don't think. Yeah. Do. Tell me yeah. Hafey, yeah. yeah. You know. No, is that, that was um, is Kennedy, that wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It's... Think about Martin Luther King. My four little children. Yeah. You know, gives those speeches. I have a dream. Yeah, I have a dream. Mm. You know, yeah, Barack Obama. Yes, we can. I was thinking of Barack Obama. He was very well he's spoken. A great speaker. He won a lot of people over with he that. He did. He won me over. I thought mm. what, the f his first time around. Oh, man, this guy can speak. He's got some yeah, ideas. He's charismatic. Yeah. He's charismatic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Do you think um, like Winston Churchill back in the day would be going when his questions about his some of his things that he did during World War Two? Do you think he'd go? Well, I was only just going by the advice given to me at the time by <laughs> my uh, my war uh, yep. department. Um, yep. And now all I'm hearing on the radio are all these supposed leaders after this COVID fallout are saying, well, I was only just following the advice uh, of our mm. medical fraternity. Well, no, no. You were the leader at the time. You, you didn't have to follow advice. You could have taken your own leadership and gone down a different track. Yeah, but much like DeSantis did in the states, so he he didn't follow that that mantra. He was a leader, 
and he, he led had people telling him what to do. He f- he led Florida down a path which other states didn't. Mm. And, and I, I think he's a he's a good modern day leader. I think one of, the, one of the one of the good attributes of a leader is listening to people and taking advice. You can't be a leader and know everything. No, definitely not. Especially I'm not saying days. that what they did at the time was right, but they have a they have a group of people behind them telling them, okay, well, based on what we've seen, what we can do. This is the best advice we're giving them, not condoning that time. But in wartime, that would have happened too. Mm. Churchill yeah, would have had point. advisors going, mm. our people on the ground are telling us this. Yeah. We probably need to trust this, do this. And leaders probably do need to be able to go, okay, yeah, uh, I gotta, I'm not doing that. That doesn't seem right. I'm going to yeah. make my own decision. That's a great point. But... A good leader stands by his decision and say, well, I was only going by the information provided to me. So you At never heard time, you never heard yeah. Winston Churchill after the war saying, well, yes, we made this mistake, but I was only going by my, the advice of so-and-so. He stood by with conviction what his decisions. Did. These people now today aren't standing by their convictions. Oh, yes, mm. they, did, they did take information because, like you say, they don't have to know everything and they can't mm. know everything, and I understand that. But if they are a strong leader, they would say nothing about taking advice from other people, they would say, I stand by what I did and I'll do it again. I'd maybe make some changes, blah, blah, blah. But they would stand by the decisions they made because they were a strong leader. Mm. But they're not strong leaders, so they can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. I find leaders, yeah. I mean, are they even leaders? I don't know. Nah. I don't even think you put them in that category of great men. No. We're not going to talk about those men in history or women. No. So like, oh, yeah, amazing, you know, right up there. Yeah. You're not going to be going like, oh, yep, you know, Genghis Khan, Martin Luther King, JFK, McGowan. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Andrews. He he was just a pleb who was one of two choices for people back in a very small snapshot of time. I think history is going to judge him quite harshly for his decision, Mm. so I don't even think he bears talking about. Mm. You know, I think leadership is like a really finite skill that not a lot of people have. Interesting interesting you you say that. I mean... We have a different opinion, obviously, but mm. I think in this state, a lot of people would say he did a great job. Mate, there are people rocking around with McGowan tattoos on their body. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you good know. luck with that, because the motherfucker just resigned, so enjoy your tattoo. But you know. <laughs> He's never going to be in 40 years, is he? <laughs> <laughs> a tattoo's forever. A tattoo's forever. It's like yeah. a puppy. It's a big move. Yeah. I, heard a, I heard a great quote. I was, I was looking at this podcast um, called the Interversal Podcast, and there was this guy, Simon Sirek. Uh, Sinek, maybe, um, what is leadership? Great quote. He said, being a good leader is not about being in charge, but more about caring for th- for those in our charge. Yeah. I thought that was a ripper. Mm. I've experienced that, having a great um, boss who was a real leader, and it was someone who I knew would always go into bat for me and have my back. Yeah. And most bosses, I find it the opposite. A lot of bosses are always out to get you. They're always yeah. out to find you, out to find something you've done wrong. Yeah. And it's really refreshing when you do get one of those real leaders in charge of you who you know he respects what you do and what you bring to the table and he's got your back. Yes. And it's so refreshing yep. and it allows you to be a better or makes you want to be a better employee. Yeah. Every As now opposed to a really petty, punitive boss yes. who's just looking to just, oh, well, if you look at section six of this, you can see that you haven't done this or whatever. It's like, yep. fuck off, mate. The micromanager. Micromanager. And that great leader, mate, and I reckon I've had one similar, a man – um, who had my back and uh, was also an umbrella for bullshit 
So yep. he uh-huh. got the bullshit from above him. Yep. But he was an umbrella and I never saw it. Exactly. He took most of the heat and most of the shit because he knew that his boys were doing a good job. Yep. His workers. Yep. He didn't have to give them the shit. Every now and then, yep, he'd have a he'd have a um a bit of a blow up when he when the sure. standards that he expected weren't being met. Yep. And that just shocked everyone into going, oh, fuck it, we've let we've let things slip a little bit. Let's yep. pick our game up. But it was motivating. It wasn't demoralizing. Mm. Yeah. And I bet that guy wasn't walking in every day going, oh, you don't know the shit I'm taking for you today. He probably just did it in the background. Exactly probably right. shouldered mate. it. Yep. And you know protected what? Protected you from it. You didn't realise that he was doing it mm. until he left. Yeah. And then all the bullshit started coming down like big raindrops. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Hitting you on the head. You're going, what the fuck's going on here? Characteristic of a good leader, I guess. Yeah. You yeah. Know, or at least an, an aspect of good leadership. Yeah. Because you know, yep. not a lot of people have the whole package either. No. You know, there's... Probably other stuff to it, but yeah, no, I, I agree. It's um, yeah. Do you reckon the military breeds a lot of good leaders? Having all of us having not really served in the military, yeah, oh, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Because they have a very rank sure and structure yeah. sort of system, mm. you know. Very just, I tell you to do this and you do it. So, you I'm sure there would be. I mean, there would be amazing leaders in the military, yeah. but I wonder if just in general. Yeah, I think it's maybe one thing that they train. As well, you know, yeah. and, and facilitate people to become or nurture those people to become leaders. But yeah. you know, then then are they you know nurturing the correct people or are they yeah. yes men? I guess it's like any organisation. Isn't the military also renowned for promoting those that have actually been there and done it? Yeah. So that's yeah. why they get the the respect, just mm. like unwittingly. Yeah. Respected because they have been there and done it. Yeah. So the subordinates look up to them because they yep. I, I'm going to hear, listen to what he says, and I'm going to do what he says because he's actually done it. He's been there and done it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether that's a yeah, historical yeah, point sure. of view of the military, yeah. military, but mm. uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a discipline, isn't it? And you respect authority and discipline, and maybe mm. that can be taken advantage of by some leaders. But then there might be the leaders there that you know. I, I think about that movie, movie Platoon. It's okay. a great movie of two different leaders. You know, you got Barnes, yeah. the, the old face scarred up, yeah, the yeah, hard yeah, nut, yeah. psycho, the psycho, and then you've got Elias, the um, yep. the Indian tracker. He's based upon an Indian tracker um, character, mm. who he was good. And he was good. He had empathy for others. He yep. was caring. He 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 treated people as human. And Barnes was just this hard ass, yeah. kill him, smash him, cutting off ears, and burn him, you know, whatever. And the two of those conflicted because they were yeah. two different types of leaders. Mm. And unfortunately, Elias. Come undone. Um, but Damn Barnes got found out. Barnes got found out. Yeah. That was actually a true story. That, um, was it? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The director? Um, not Scorsese. He's been on um, Rogan a lot. Oliver um, Stone. Oliver Stone. Mm. Oliver Stone um, served in Vietnam and he actually had. Yeah, he's an interesting cat. Yeah, yeah. he had two characters like that on his platoon. Mm. Um, and Elias was a, uh, an, based on an Indian tracker dude. And he had this guy similar to Barnes, his hard ass, kill him, burn him. Mm. Whatever, um, and he based those characters out on platoon. Mm. Yeah, Isn't it weird? Have you guys ever been in the situation where you've had a job, and there's clearly someone who is just an everyday worker, like a subordinate, who has like amazing leadership skills, and you see them working underneath a really poor manager who has no leadership skills, and even though the person is just doing like a menial job, you can't help but continually notice that they've got these skills that the boss doesn't have. Yeah, I've come across this before, and it's a very funny dynamic. Yep, and yep. I think even the boss would sort of be aware of it a little bit. Like some, sometimes 
you know, you have a person who's just a natural leader and people gravitate towards them, but they're not necessarily, they don't have any, um, they don't have any, uh, you know, specific power within the organisation you're working in, but they do. Mm. It's, it's a very, yeah, yeah, I find that a very funny dynamic. Yeah, you do see that in war movies a fair bit as well. You do. When yep. the... The, yeah. the soldier Sergeant that's been, uh, you know, just, the, yep. who's well respected amongst the men, he's one of the boys. He yep. he's got more to offer than the actual appointed mm. leader with the, yep. the pips on yep. his shoulder. Yeah, that was in Platoon, wasn't it? Wasn't there like a second lieutenant or something that no one rated, and then they all went to the sergeant, who was like the war hardened. Was it? Yeah, and it, I think it might have also been in um, uh, Black Hawk Down. I think that might have oh, been yeah, maybe yeah, yeah a sample of that. Yeah, or uh, even. Saving Ryan's privates might have been <laughs> one of those. But, yeah, that's an interesting concept, mate. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think it just, just goes to the argument that there's definitely some inbuilt leadership that some people just naturally have. Mm. Yeah. You know, maybe they're not sort of going home reading leadership books every night, but they just have that. Mm. And and not necessarily qualifications make you an automatic leader. No, not at all. No. Um, well, I reckon like, uh, you know, when Gandhi started his uh, – movement he probably wasn't sitting at home going oh man i just need to get this many followers and do this and that and he probably just had a vision that he followed yeah people just naturally gravitated gravitated towards him Mm. because he was just a magnetic leader yeah you know probably an offbeat leader compared to some but yeah 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 it's a tough one yeah you're trying to learn a skill i think leadership would be a really difficult one to learn if you didn't have any aptitude towards it yeah yeah but i mean this guy here this simon sinek he he was a believer of leadership being taught and mm. practiced and the more yeah. you practice it the better you come become at it yep but i guess you've just got to have that natural understanding of what it may, means to be a leader mm. i guess everyone can write it down yeah. like we just have today but whether you inherently act it out or own it yeah like, is another question like whether you can articulate your point across whether you've got some charisma that people want to follow you know, you've got to have a little bit of something. Mm. You've got to have a bit of confidence. You've got to have that. If you don't have those things, and some people are naturally introverted, some are more extroverted. You, you I don't think you, you might have to have a little bit of an X factor. You know what I mean? Mm. A little mm. bit of something. You, you can probably train it, sure. Yeah. But if you don't want to do it, or you've got, you don't have that in you. What if you you hate public speaking? You don't want to speak to anyone. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. could be trained, but I think you've got to sh- naturally show some some attributes that would get you there. I think yeah. you have to have a degree of moral courage. Mm. I don't think a lot of people have that. Yeah, I don't think you can train courage. Yeah, I don't think I can say, "Hey, Rue, here's a book. Go read this, and it'll make you courageous." Yeah, like I think a lot of leadership is courageous. You know, you'll courageously look after your men to the detriment of your own career. You'll go into your CEO's office or whatever, or you know, your manager's office, and say, "Listen." You know, my men are getting treated like this. This is not going to happen, blah, blah, blah. When it's easy just to go, yeah, we'll just fuck a little guy over. That'll be all right. Yeah. He, won't, he won't notice. He's a fucking idiot. He's just a, you know, just working on a factory line or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to have courage and conviction to look after your people. Yeah. If they're going to follow you and love you, then you have to probably be giving them something. Yeah. You know? do, you, do you think in today's uh, working world, leaders are sort of chosen um, because they – are yes men for want of a better word they they Probably. they agree with the corporate line over and above looking after their comrades or their their fellow workers. Probably, 
Uh, I find that a bit of a bit of a, a cancer within mm. leadership of the workplace. Well, we all work in quite a large um, organisation, and we've sort of seen the very high echelons of management. They're not very impressive people, are they? No. I wouldn't categorise them as leaders. I would no. categorise them as almost like politicians. Yeah. Um, yep. Quite deceitful, I would say, at times, mm. or, or quite often deceitful. None of them have ever walked into a room and really amazed me with their leadership style and made me want to follow them. No. I'm aware that I have to. There's a big difference between having to follow someone and wanting to follow someone. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a lot of very high-level leaders in the large organisation I work in where I'd be like, man, I'm following this guy. Yeah. Rain, hail or shine, no matter what, I'm just going to follow him because I really believe in him yeah. or her. Yeah. Yeah, and then I guess you've got people like that that can convince you that they that you should follow them. Yeah. But then let you down along the way. Don't you reckon they, they work for a short time? Yep. Sometimes they can swindle you and trick you for a bit. Yep. And you sort of start drinking the Kool-Aid a bit. Then yeah. a couple of weeks down the track, you go, hang on a sec. Yeah. Hang on. Who is this dickhead? Yeah. You know, or you see someone for their true colours. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they seem a bit more of an imposter more than what you believed initially. And and, and maybe they initially st- started off with these great intentions. Oh, yeah. Yep. To, but, but were broken down by the mm-hmm. corporation. Yep. But then it, I guess it takes a real strong-willed person and a leader to stand up to that. Yep. And take whatever hit the corporation gives you. Yep. I think you do have to be strong and fearless. I really believe yeah. that. You've got to be a real strong, courageous person to be a really strong leader. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. That's why there's so few of them. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a couple of quotes. Yeah, true. I, I thought you can't get enough quotes, especially no. leadership quotes. Japanese study This one quotes, from or? Ken Blanchard, and I, and I just ran out of time on Googling who Ken Blanchard is, but... Big Kenny, yeah. Yeah, Big Kenny. Yeah. The greatest leaders mobilise others by coalescing people around a shared vision. Mm. That sums it up pretty much. It does. Whether yeah. you're Hitler mm-hmm. or whether you're <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi. Let's let's not no. Uh, continue. No, but whether you are those extremes of leaders, yes, sorry. you are mobilising others by yeah, coalescing a, people a around a shared vision. You, did there, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. man. Coalescing. Getting people together around a vision. Sounds like coercion. Whether that vision is shit or positive or negative, you know, you're still doing it. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like the sports coach who gives the guys the vision that they can win. Yeah. They can do it. Yeah. You know, everyone jumps on board and yeah. sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And some, some of those um, speeches that you hear at half time or yeah. quarter time, three quarter time at the footy or whatever. Yeah. You just get tingles up your spine and you go, fuck, give me the boots. I want to run out there and kick, have a kick myself. Or every now and then it's a real miss. Do you the story that? doesn't hit its <laughs> crescendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're probably going to lose today. <laughs> I remember when I was coaching the, the junior footy and the dad used to um, ask me what my inspirational speech was going to be at three-quarter time. And so it got to the point where I was trying to come up with um, like all these awesome inspirational speeches like World War II speeches. Mm. And I, um, I'm talking to nine-year-olds. But it was more the dad's entertainment than anything. <laughs> <laughs> You could, and the kids are just sitting there like, what he's, what's he fucking talking about? <laughs> the dads are rolling, pissing, pissing themselves laughing. And he was charging machine gun nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Example is not the main thing in influencing others. It is the only thing. That's Albert, true. I mean, leaders set a strong Albert example, Schwer. don't they? That's yeah. What, yeah, it was pretty much the first thing we talked about, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, leading by example. Example. Yeah. 
yeah, a good don't, one. Don't tell them what to do. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Make them follow. Don't yeah. think, do. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one, but very hard to. Yeah. I think we d- we've done quite well, haven't we? You yeah, well, I thought we could talk about leadership a lot more, but you know, I was sort of hitting a bit, bit of a brick wall. Yeah, really. I mean, empathy. Yeah. Confidence, charisma. Yeah. Don't forget ability to talk. Never forgetting where you've come from. So you were down there once. Example. Now you're up there. Mm. Make sure when you're up there, always look back down. Where you come from. Yep. Never forget that. Yep. Never forget. Mm. <laughs> like right. the boss oh. that goes back, he's the CEO, and he goes back and works on the. You know, production line or whatever every now and then to remember his roots. Yeah. You hear about stories like that. Yeah. 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 Well, this this guy I was talking about on the podcast says he's spoken to so many CEOs and he always asks them, so what's the most important thing about your business? And the CEO says, our customers. Mm. And this guy says, fuck off. You haven't seen a customer in 15 years. Now you're a CEO. Yeah. How do you know that customers are the most important thing? Your most important thing are your workers, workers. Mm, are your yeah. people in your business, not your customers. Yeah. Get your people in your business working for you and doing doing awesome, amazing things, and the customers will come along for the ride. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yep. Good way to leave it, I reckon. Yeah. Wise words, Rue. It's normally up to you, Smitty, to come up with the Yoda ending. Uh, you're all over it. We'll go with that one. All right. Good work. So we're we talking air, air guitars already. Already. I reckon. Oh, get them. Sorted. Oh. Get them ready. See you.